0: welcome to another episode of In The Loop Breakaway Roping Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Joe Fabrizio, and we're pretty excited about this next series. We are going to do 15 days of NFR breakaway roping. We are going to introduce some of the top 15 breakaway ropers, as well as a couple of people behind the scenes. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Take a listen. Are here today with Kelsey Chase Kelsey is one of the top 15 girls that has coming to the NFR 2022 uh, Kelsey, thanks for coming to the show yeah thanks for having me I think this is a cool deal you're gonna do I guess we have to do Kelsey Chase Domer it's no longer Kelsey Chase <laughs> yeah um, that's
1: we gotta we gotta start putting that in there it's gonna be a little different
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to change you in my phone too but
1: <laughs> good luck good luck.
0: So Kelsey, I just want your takeaway. Um, talk to me a little bit about what you thought about this year's rodeo season 2021. Um, I know personally, I felt like I was a rookie. <laughs> I know Even right? though we got to do it last year. It was something new and completely different. So tell me what you thought and what some of your takeaways were from the 2021 season.
1: I mean, I think we were all rookies really, you know, yeah, this wasn't necessarily the first year, but as many rodeos as they added, it kind of was a whole new year and a whole new new ball game for us. You know that the year before it was like may, you know, there was less amount of rodeos than we would go to like amateur or something like that, even jackpots per se, I guess. So adding this many more rodeos, um, pretty much made it, I don't know, just a whole new ball game, I guess for me. So you kind of had to pick and choose where you wanted to go and make some game plans, game plans like that. Um, I think the biggest thing for me, um, and it kind of goes into what I would change for next year, I guess, but I uh, I, th- I think you can relax more than you think, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, you can't back off um, by any means, but I think you can maybe relax and really try to capitalize on the places you are and not be worried about trying to make the next one in time type deal.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, it was almost like you were somewhere and it was like, hurry up, we gotta go. <laughs> right. <laughs> to the next place. And just, you know, um the first I guess maybe first time jitters, I don't know, but I completely agree. You know, it was like you weren't getting it you weren't gonna get to enough, you know. And I think right. how many rodeos did you end up going to?
1: Oh shoot. I had the count the other day. I can look it up while we're talking, but um yeah, like I you know, we go to that many like amateur rodeo on you know, we've hit three in a night, but that's two or three nights in a row of it. And then we go home and, you know, chill for the the rest of the week. And so I think that was the big difference out there. It was like, yeah, you might hit a couple in a row, you know, normal, what we're used to, but then it's like, Hey, we have 18 hours to drive in the next 24 and you can't really jack around to get there type deal. So right. it was, it was the same, but completely different at <laughs> the same time, but I went to 62 rodeos.
0: Awesome. I know. And that, you know, I think we sit back and we're like, oh, 62 rodeos. And I know, like you said, we have done that in Texas, but 62 rodeos, when you're getting in the truck and driving and then good or bad, you get back in the truck and drive. Um, it's just completely different. It's And you can't yeah, I mean, we did this and- it
1: two and a half, three months, really.
0: <laughs> you yeah. Know, not I know. Basically started, started in jail. Yeah. Oh, so. right. So if you had to pick somewhere, um, what would be your favorite rodeo?
1: Oh man. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to beat Cheyenne and Pendleton and Salinas, you know, those rodeos that everybody's talked about the ones that it doesn't matter if you're a breakaway roper or a bull rider, you know, people know about those rodeos. And so those, uh, those rodeos, of course, you, you know, are always going to be fun, but there was some rodeos in Utah where the stands were so packed. It was kind of unbelievable. And so just places like that, where there were so many people in the stands and the crowd was awesome. Like, those are my favorites, you know, cause we're not used to big crowds like that. We're used to two in the morning slacks where nobody's there. And so when we got to go to a perf where there was, you know, no room to sit down for anybody watching, I think those were pretty badass.
0: I think so too. And the stands were packed at so many of those rodeos and it was loud. I don't think I had ever been under the magnitude of that many rodeos that were that packed and that loud in the perfs. And um, it was dang sure exciting. That's for certain.
1: Yeah. And even and some of those, you know, might not have been the biggest per se or the best rodeos we were going, you know, we went to money wise. But sometimes those are the most fun. And that's that's kind of what you take out of it, I guess, in the end.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought so too. I thought, uh, Utah and Idaho were really, really pretty. I'd never really been over there, so I yeah. really enjoyed that part of the, of the world.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: What about, you know, I know we, you know, there's a big group of us that I feel like go and travel and try to go to all the big ropings and jackpots, you know, prior to the PRC putting breakaway in. Um, were there some new people and new places, obviously new places, but some new people that you got to meet and, and become friends with in the breakaway roping world?
1: Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you got to be around different people kind of almost really everywhere you went. It seems like, you know, yeah, there was the same, same handful or whatever girls that, you know, that you're know for sure going to be there every time. But then there was always somebody new you got to meet or, or get to know. And then the, the biggest thing for me is the people you meet on the road. Like, you know, you might spend the night at this person's house for a night or you you might get to stop in and rope some calves at this person's house. And those those relationships, I think, are the most important at this point to where, you know, you're going down the road. You can call those people, say, hey, I need a place to just let my horse rest for a couple hours or, hey, you got any calves I can score type deal. So I think that was the biggest takeaway for me, you know, or the best for me, meet new people in that area.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's, that's pretty neat. Um, what about, I know for, tell us a little bit about who you traveled with. Um, you know, I know for some of it, you were, you and Ryan and some of it, you had some other people. So, so who did you travel with and how did you make that decision?
1: Yeah. Um, I went with Larry D and hope most, you know, 99% of the time, honestly, before the summer even started this spring, um, we, I was talking to people, I was actually supposed to go with Abby Medlin and Bo Peterson. and then you know, kind of in the middle of spring or out for the summer, Abby's good horse got hurt and ended up having to have surgery. And so she didn't have one that she was confident on to go jump into the pro rodeo world. And Bo ended up having ACL surgery. (laughs) And so both of my partners were kind of out, you know, Abby still went and, and rodeoed some when she could, she went with Blaine, which was great. I'm glad you got to do that. And then Bo got to start in later, but as early as we left for Reno and stuff, it was, it was hard for me to wait and not have anybody. And so I talked to Larry D and Hope because, you know, I guess usually I go with Jackie, but I talked to her even before Abby and Bo and with the the two kids and Cheyenne wanted to rodeo. And then Jackie said she was going to hire somebody to help go out there with the kids. We thought that that might just be too much in the bus all all summer long. So that's kind of how I ended up with Larry D and Hope. Not to make that sound bad. It was great. I'm glad that I ended up with them, but. (laughs) <laughs> they were not my first pick. <laughs> we won't tell them that. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't tell <laughs> Oh, That's funny.
0: Well, and I think it's so neat to see, you know, all the different people that travel together and everything like that, and um, you know, it makes a big difference on on who you go with and um, keeping yourself surrounded by those like like-minded people. And so, um, I bet that was. Is there any? Is there any fun? story you want to share with us oh. on your guys's track I mean that you ca- that is centered I mean this is I, centered group. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> honestly I just think that it's a miracle that Hope and I made it the entire summer without getting kicked out of Lady's rig and that's probably all that we need to say about that <laughs> that was a pretty that was something to be proud of honestly and I think everybody could agree with that in that rig but no, it was fun. Oh, it worked out good. It, it started pretty rough with tire and axle and brake trouble and all that stuff. But after we kind of got all that lined out, we we had a good fun summer. So
0: good. That's awesome. So transitioning NFR 2022 or 2021 breakaway. Um, man, that, it must feel good to say that that you're one of the top 15 um, to make it.
1: Yep. I was, I was excited. I got to, uh, got to finally say that, that I qualified for my first NFR, you know, that's something I'll never forget. Obviously that's something we, none of us will forget, you know, the opportunity to do that, but that's, that's pretty special. That's what we've always wanted to do. Even if we thought earlier in the years that it wasn't even really possible, but it's pretty cool to see that it's possible now and it's just going to get bigger and better.
0: That's awesome. So you are a rookie this year going into the NFR. What are your expectations for, um, it's a different format this year, 10 full rounds on average. Um, so what are your expectations for that? Um,
1: well, first I'm, I'm excited that we get 10 rounds and a 10 head average, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about that format this year compared to last year. So that's something, I guess that's kind of what I'm expecting to, you know, go try to make. 10 good runs. You know, I mean, yeah, of course it would be nice to win around, but I guess maybe not even my expectations, but my game plan is, you know, I'm I'm gonna try to set myself up to score good and go go get 10 calves down. Um, you know, sure. Um, yeah, I'm about in the middle of the pack. You know, I'm tenth, I guess not really in the middle a little after that, but um, so I don't necessarily think anybody's out of winning first place by any means because I know a lot can happen in ten rounds in an average, but I think if I can stay focused on, you know, scoring the best I can and going and getting ten calves down, I think I'll be pretty happy by the end of those two days.
0: Well, that's good, and that was leading into my next question: is what's your what's your plan? What's your strategy? <laughs> and and um, I think that that's a great game plan. Um, within that strategy, what are you doing? What are some things you're doing to prepare? You know, are you setting up an NFR arena? Or are you practicing different, same calves? You know, break it down for us.
1: Yeah, actually, we did that today. Um, Ryan and I set up, we measured the box, got it set up. It's 16 long, 10 wide. Um, And then I measured, you know, I have a, my, my arena is 80 wide and my chute's in the middle of it. So the left fence is actually pretty close to where the fence is going to be at the Orleans. It won't be quite as far as mine, like 10, 10 foot difference. And then there's going to be a lot of right there. And so I was actually telling Ryan earlier, you know, I need to make sure my horse is wanting to go right in case they want to go that way because when they uh take the panel down from from using it in the all-in it's we're going to be on the on the left side of the arena so they they're you know sure i think that they're probably going to be pretty good and and stay straight because of the gates you know right at the end but there's a lot of right arena to you know to allow them to go right so that's going to be in the back of my mind making sure my horse wants to get over there and is you know freed up going over there and then Shoot, it's it's 179 long, which, you know, we stepped it off or measured it off, and that's obviously pr- plenty of room. But I kind of wanted the idea of where the back wall is going to be, you know, in case something crazy happens or you know whatever. You never know what's going to happen in ten rounds, but I just wanted that idea. So we we got all that set up today. I know they said it'll be three under. I'm not sure for I don't I haven't heard exactly what the what the calves are going to be yet. You know if there's going to be a couple different sets or anything like that, but. I think I'm just gonna practice in this you know with the box set as it is as it is now, just make some runs you know a couple of times I might put the barrier up at three under and and run at some of them but I don't wanna to me and this is a personal thing i don't I don't wanna just set the barrier up and go at it over and over and over again you know we've we've roped at three under barriers you know a ton, so it's not like it's gonna be anything new, so of course I wanna do it and you know kind of get the feel of it, but other than that. I just want to make sure my horse feels good. I've got confidence in scoring and, and riding aggressive and staying aggressive all the way through and just kind of going with that.
0: Well, I think that was a great, great, um, you broke it down. Awesome. You know, I think it's a great idea. And what, so what horse are you going to ride? You you have one, you have two. How are you going to go about that?
1: Um, I'll, I'll have little man. He'll be my, my main go-to. And I actually, got my brother's calf horse, um, call him Romeo. Um, I used to rope on him a little bit, so I know you've seen him and a couple of, you know, a couple of people have seen him, but he's been college rodeoing on him and I actually got him for next week for the WPRA finals to tie down on. But I told him, you know, Hey, if you don't need him, I might just hang on to him and, and rope on him and see if I can't take him out there as a backup. And that way I have some confidence if something, you know, were to go wrong with little
0: man. You, I know you're being a little nice to Cade. Like, I think that was your horse that you let Cade ride. <laughs> and then now maybe you're taking him back. But um, I
1: I mean, that was the case, but he did buy him. So he does own oh, well, him now. Good. So I'm actually very thankful that he's letting Excuse me ride me, him. Cade. But Sorry. No, I'm, I know. What you mean, it's, he's actually done great for that horse. I, uh, I, I couldn't ride him very good. And Cade did a lot better job. And he's taken him and kind of seasoned him some of the college rodeos and done a really good job with him. So it's actually made my job a lot easier to be able to jump on, you know, getting ready for the tie down for me, you know, dumb him down a little bit for me for next week. And then I think I can, you know, get into where he can be a breakaway horse too and, and give little man some relief out there. Cause there's some other jackpots and stuff, you know, we can enter out there too. So that'll help save some runs for little man.
0: Well, and I think that's one thing I, I mean, I admire, and I want to point out to everybody about you is you are very, realistic and and you're not scared to say hey you know what like this doesn't fit me and I think that that's one of the best things as as your friend and competitor I've seen you do and, and learn from you Is you know if it doesn't fit you if your horse doesn't fit you or if something's not right or whatever it's okay to be like hey this isn't working for me you know right. I need to do something different or anything like that and then how neat is it that yeah it worked great for Kate you've got to come back and now now you get to ride the horse again hopefully you know you don't have to but if you need him he's there and just how it comes full circle you know that yeah uh, you handed him over and and now if kade's letting you he's being a nice little brother and and giving <laughs> you that chance but um i think <laughs> that that's sure. something that stands out that you stands out in you is, is different than some you know just that you're able to to be honest with yourself and that, that's what makes you one of the elite competitors yeah well thank you
1: i you know i've it's not, it's a lot easier said than done most times. And, and you know that just as well as anybody, but I think it saves you a lot of, a lot of time if you're, if you're honest with yourself, you know I mean? Yeah, you can sit here and I could have, I could have probably pushed through and, and made that horse like Cade, but it most likely would have taken me way longer. It'd have been way more of a headache, you know, it'd cost me a lot more money too. So, you know, I, you know, when I, when I sent him to Kate, it's not like, Hey, here you get this piece of junk. Cause he wasn't, you know, I right. like that horse. I mean, I bought that horse for a reason, but it was like, man, I just don't get along with him. I'm not going to do him any good. And Kate did a great job. I mean, he branded on him. He ranched on him a little bit. Then he went to, to tie down on him and took him to amateur rodeos and college rodeos. So he's done better than, than any of us could have done on him. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm pretty blessed to have two brothers that can do that for me, you know, Kate, Kate can do that. And then I've can send some young ones to the other one and, and show them what real work is too sometimes. So I'm pretty blessed in that department to have a family that supports
0: me like that. Well, and it takes an army. I will just say that is one thing, you know, you've, you've heard people say, but I don't think I got it until this year. Like I get it, you know, it, from the horses to the driving, to the, um, Everything. I mean, the health right. financially, you know, sleep, roping. I mean, I don't even know how you name all the things that people do, right. just emotional. <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. Um, it does, it takes such a team. And so I think that that's, you know, one thing. If you look at all you guys that are going into the finals, you know, look who's behind you because those right. are a big part of the reason that you got where you are.
1: Yeah, for sure. They, they make things a whole lot easier because I know you're as hard headed as me sometimes. And we think we can just do it all all on our own and no doubt we probably could, but is it easier (laughs) and is it smarter? Absolutely not. And so sometimes you have to (laughs) sit back a little bit and be, and be humbled, but I mean, it all works out great. And you, you do realize who's on your team and you get to be a lot more thankful for those people.
0: And a big shout out to to Ryan who has pushed several of your calves and my calves and everybody else's calves <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We we owe him a lot probably. <laughs> I mean, shout out to all those guys that stick around gotcha. and push our calves. Golly, they they're few and far between sometimes just because our slacks don't match up with some of the other events, you know, men's events. Sure, when when the team rope and calf ropes around, there's a lot of guys that that don't mind jumping in and helping. And we're obviously thankful for them, but shoot when we go and it's just barrels and breakaway slack there's there's not very many men there that are around to, to push and help so we sure are thankful for the ones that do stick around and do that
0: most certainly it's uh it's going to be a new thing in the vows when you get married is you know <laughs> i shall push
1: i knew i should death. have added something extra
0: dang <laughs> it <laughs> but no those those people do make a huge difference and especially you know because the start makes such a big difference they do too oh, so yeah. we really appreciate every husband, dad, brother, um, just some bulldoggers. Sometimes they'll get in there and help us and team ropers. I mean, just whomever. We appreciate it, but
1: yeah, for sure. Um,
0: okay. So one last question, if you could do anything differently this year and moving into next year, what would it be and why?
1: Um, I'm going to, you know, focus more on kind of like we talked earlier, we went to so many. And it's not that I'm just going to completely back off from going to rodeos, but I think if I focus on capitalizing at this one rodeo that I know for sure, hundred percent I can make, it's not going to conflict with anything or anything like that. I hope that I can, you know, really use that to my advantage. You know I mean? I'm, I'm not saying we're all going to be in a bind again. At some point, there's going to be a slack we're going to be trying to make, or, you know, another perf, whatever, like that's inevitable, but I, I don't want to put Myself in that position too many times. You know, I want to, you know, make sure if I do that, try to get on the best horse possible, which I was very lucky and I did get to get on, you know, great horses this year. So I hope I can do that again in those instances. But I want to make sure I can focus on the horse that I'm on too at the rodeo I'm at and not worry about being able to get on somebody else's horse after I jump on a plane or get in a truck or whatever. And so I think that's a big deal. It's like, man, take advantage of where you are where you're rested right now you've got the energy to focus because as crazy as that sounds sometimes it's harder than than it should be it is harder than it looks you know like where you are and your horse feels good and you're what rested you know if you draw good freaking take advantage of it that's that's kind of what I want to do instead of just wearing myself so thin you know, get somewhere you're exhausted. You don't even know what state you're in, what time it is, nothing, you know, to where everything's just running around and you just nod your head because you're there. You know, there was a couple of times this year, it's like, man, that was, that was almost a mental mistake on my part. Like stay focused. Every, everybody's tired. You're not the only one there and tired, but you know, make it count in that situation, but also try not to put yourself in that situation as many times. So I think that's kind of what I'm going to focus on, which I think it'll help. You know, we got some winter rodeos, some bigger winter rodeos that have added, you know, so hopefully we can get a a little earlier start than normal, but I just, I don't, I don't want to be as spread out this year, which I know it's crazy coming from somebody that rodeos, like, what does that even mean? Right. But I kind of want to maybe try to make my game plan around that.
0: I think that was a great, great game plan. And, and I second that, you know, I, I think we all kind of did the same thing and, and we had to, honestly, we don't have a rodeo account. And so, you know, wherever they put it in and and the listings would come up, you know, that week and the week before we entered and it was just crazy. But, you know, one thing I did tell somebody was at least we were all kind of rookies in the same. So yeah, um, I think we each have different takeaways and I'm on the same board as you, you know, I'm, I'm going to work really hard at where I'm at and not, not too focused on where I've got to go or where i need to enter or all these other things that are you know we're we're right here right now focusing on that so i think that that is great advice to anybody too that is thinking about rodeoing or or anything along those lines um because it does make a huge difference yep absolutely well kelse i will be rooting for you and i'm very proud of you and go kick yourself.
1: all right i appreciate it
0: Thank you so much for joining us on In the Loop Breakaway podcast. If you have any questions or would like to reach out to me, feel free to email me at jordan at com. We appreciate you listening to us and we'll see you down the road.